Hello and welcome to another episode of Film Freaks with a Z, the podcast all about movies. Each episode is dedicated to a singular movie, and we'll get to today's uh, today's movie in a little bit. But first, I need to go over the movies that are in the fan vote. That's right. This vote takes place during uh, Tay's recommendation. You can find the poll in the uh, uh, replies to the promotional tweet on my Twitter account at Yemi the Ferret. Uh, the movies on the list are Killer Clowns from Outer Space, which was recommended by a retro fellow. Pitch Black, which was recommended by Slap. Big Trouble in Little Little China, which was recommended by Chaz, and Transformers Revenge of the Fallen, which was recommended by Tim Rules. If you want to hear us talk about any of those movies, make sure you mosey on over to my Twitter account, at YemiTheFerret. The poll will be active for the entire weekend, and whatever wins, wins. And I guess I have to say this because it happened last week, but the game, uh, the movie that is winning for the most amount of time, if there is a tie at the end of the poll, will end up winning, kind of like how it happened last time uh, with the movie we talked about last fan vote. All right, let's go ahead and introduce ourselves before we introduce the movie. I am Yemi the Ferret. Who am I here with? Grady Waffles. Damation. And Kalis. Oh, Kalis. Not Kalis. Kalis. Wait, like Kalis. the Klingon Kalis? I don't know. Whatever you want to, whichever way you want to take it, sure. <laughs> we should, uh, we should Lord of, the, Lord of the Ringsify our names. Taylorthian. Mm. Uh, like, Taylorthian. And I am Yemeth of Yemeth. Ferrethor. <laughs> Ferrethor. <laughs> nice. Would my uh, greed greedafio? Greedafio? Greedus of the wolf. <laughs> you sound like you're some sort of dragon. They're greedy. Oh, All dragons yeah, are greedy. I am the dragon, of course. He, yeah. he so. spews maple syrup on waffles. <laughs> yes. He hoards the waffles. <laughs> and I, I guess I guess Kalis works pretty Kalis well. Is already, yeah. Kalis. There we go. There you go. But you know what, guys? We royally screwed up on the last episode uh-oh when oh. uh yemi was introducing us he should have been like who wants to join me in this quest to record this podcast and then we should have been like oh you can have my sword and <laughs> you then can my have bow, my waffles and my axe. <laughs> but i had to make the harry potter joke oh <laughs> that is a good substitute yeah. see I'll, I'll 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 do it for the next episode <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna work anymore sure it will uh, maybe, maybe. He's like, I'm now, not, he's I like, mean, I'm not suggesting the the return <laughs> of the king. So, <laughs> oh, okay. Now Yemi has to defend us from at Helm's Deep from a thousand ten. What do you say? Ten thousands of orcs. Ten thousand orcs. Yeah, at, least, at least ten thousand orcs. Nice and guardians. Yeah. Um. Want me to introduce the movie? Yeah, please. please. <laughs> People haven't picked up yet on it. <laughs> if you haven't picked, yeah, if you haven't picked up yet, we're talking about Lord of the Rings, uh, specifically the Two Towers, uh, which was directed by Peter Jackson, stars Elijah Wood, Viggo Mortensen, Andy Serkis, Ian McKellen, Orlando Bloom, Liv Tyler, Sean Astin, um, Marion Pippin, 
I don't remember their names, and it's not coming up right now. Um, <laughs> uh, Miranda Otto, Brad uh, Dourif, John Reese Davies, Kate Blanchett. Was she in this one? I don't know if she was in this one. Yes, Dave she was. Wentham as Faramir. Man, they're okay. Dominic Monaghan, that's right. <laughs> Christopher Lee, Billy Boyd. It is Billy Boyd. I just wasn't sure. I was like, I don't want to mm. say his name wrong. Uh, apparently, Sean Bean is Boromir. I don't know if he's. I know in later, like in the extended, there is a scene where Sean Bean is in like some of those scenes, but I don't know. I didn't watch the extended version, so I don't know if Two Towers has him or not. Yeah, it I says think here, a little, that, a it says scene. he's in the extended version, but yeah. I don't think he's in it much. I don't even remember yeah. his scene. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. It, well, it's, it, I, I do remember he is very yeah. quickly. Yeah, I do remember. Like I do remember in the extended, there was. I think he's in all three movies, but for like a scene that's like ten seconds long in this one. And just, then, just like a flashback. Yeah. Yeah. Like, very like quick Formier. flashback. Yeah, Formir remembering how his dad loved Sean Bean more than him. I thought, I thought it was Faramir. Faramir, Faramir. Faramir. Yeah, it's Faramir. Yes. Same thing. Um, so yeah, in this movie, the synopsis, um, you know, the Fellowship has broken. Uh, I can't remember his name for a Frodo and Sam are off <laughs> to uh, Mordor to destroy the ring. Uh, they get the help of Golem, the, the old river folk turned Golem. And then the other guys are just doing stuff. They go battle at Helm's Deep. You oh, know, it's no big deal. They just yeah. do other things. And then no Gandalf, Gandalf comes back. Yay. I'm back, spoiler. bitches. It's, a, it's, it's not a spoiler. They knew we were talking about this movie. <laughs> um, so I want to start off with... What do I want to start off with? Well, before you start off, oh, okay, can no. I just say that um, I rewatched. Um. Fellowship of the Ring, the extended version, before jumping into the Two Towers extended version. Everyone, give, give Callus a round of applause. Everyone. Standing ovation. It's, and go ahead. Oh, I'm about to say, Callus, uh, he's becoming a real big fan. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I already was a fan. I don't know why it took me so long to watch the extended versions, but yeah, I just wanted you to never say. never did watch the extended version. Yeah, so I guess I wasn't a true fan till now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But. Uh, no, I just wanted to say that I still enjoyed the extended version. I enjoyed like the extra contest of the uh, ed edit scenes, and I was amazed that the best scene in the movie was ex like extended by it was doubled, and it is the scene of um, Legolas shooting like the three arrows in a row at the orcs. In the extended version, it's like he shoots six arrows, so that Ooh. scene is like turned like so much more cooler. Yeah, ah. <laughs> that happens a lot with the extended version. Yeah. All right, continue. Okay. Um, so let's start with the... It's not the first scene. Um, I mean, we could also start there with Gandalf's first, like, little cold open or whatever. We see what happened to Gandalf as he falls, grabs his sword, fights a Balrog, and then somehow they make it on top of a tower. Um, a mountaintop somehow also. Yeah, the mountaintop. I mean, I mean... They just came out of a cave and climbed the mountain. Yeah. They just fought all the way up the mountain. They're like, you know, this is not a good spot for us, so let's go over there. They're like, oh, yeah. They're like, hopscotch all the way over there. They're like, all right, now we can battle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you think they had, like, they'd stop for coffee or tea? Like, yeah. Well, Got man, a few drinks. Yeah, we've been going on a while. Why don't we take a little breather, and then we can continue the battle after, you know, we smoke some weed and... 
Have some drinks. I just imagine Gandalf riding on top of the Balrog, just walking along. <laughs> well, what is this, the Lego game? <laughs> yeah, I'll say, if you watch the extended, extended version, you actually get to see all that. They, they were really good friends. Um, they hung out for quite a while, a while and then uh, the, the relationship went south, and they... They started they, fighting again. <laughs> yeah, they started fighting again, and they fought over uh, who could piss farther. <laughs> Man, I don't know, like they were lit. They, you know, they they were living together in that tower ruin and having <laughs> chill time. And then after Gandalf killed the Balrog, um, you know, he he died, and they sent him back because actually, um, in that timeline, uh, Sauron had won. So they had to kill Gandalf, send him back in time. And so he could, you know, right that wrong. Wow. Quit. That's the extended, extended version. Uh, most people <laughs> only know that if they've read the, the Similarion. In Elvish, too, right? In Elvish, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, the translated version to English, it, it got cut out as well. Uh, you know, because at the time it was translated, uh, relationships like that were just frowned upon so okay <laughs> <laughs> um but really i want to talk about the um scene um where the orcs are uh running you know with mary and pippin and uh they get ambushed by the the writers i remember the, the writers of rohan yeah yes um and you know there's that whole battle i want to start there um, so first off, did anyone notice the the continuity error? I did not. Yeah, yeah, that's more continuity. What? Tell me. <laughs> so uh, this, it's I believe it's um, Mary, um, or no Pippin. It's Pippin. Um, so he's you know his hands are bound. He's being chased by um, the that one orc who wants to eat him. And then that, so that orc gets stabbed by a spear, and he's able to escape. And he rolls over, and then a horse almost tramples him. Uh-huh. Everyone remember that part? Yeah. If you watch when he rolls over and reacts to the horse about to stomp on him, his hands are unbound. <laughs> like he has him up above his head, and he's like, ah! And then, like, then like, which is fine because it cuts there, and you're like, oh, okay. But then. When Aragorn, Aragorn finds them, you know, and he's recalling their journeys, there, like, through this battle, he's like, ah. And he, after, he all, he lied here, and then he came over here and cut his bound, or his bindings, and, like, they show the flashbacks, and it's the horse about to stomp him where his hands are unbound, and then he goes and cuts them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, guess I, didn't notice notice I didn't even notice. Yeah. Man, Taysman studying this for no, I have I spotted this years ago, and it still stands out to me every time. And I'm just like, how did you guys miss this? Um, but yeah, that's but that whole scene. Uh, what do you guys think of that scene? Um, so the one thing it's it's weird because in the fellowship you don't see regular orcs running around with the urukai you only see urukai who are in like the forest right yeah but when they're running along you know all of a sudden there's some orcs mixed in there and i kind of wonder where they came from yeah well they met at the the little where uh, the little mountain or the little passageway where uh i guess pippin was faking a concussion or whatever 
I don't think it was faking. <clears throat> but yeah. but here's the thing: if they're like I th- agree, they they're all they should all be urukai, and then you see these normal looking uh, orcs, but they're out in the sunlight. So are they urukai, or is that only goblins who can't go in the sunlight? I can't remember. That's only goblins. Yeah, go- goblins are. Yeah, because they're in the mines. Yeah. Which is I'm weird, because sure. they, they talk about how, like, the Urukai are special, because they can go out in the sunlight. But, yeah, I don't know. I can't remember. That That's why, I just, it's a little weird when, you know, you see, like, those sweeping shots of the Urukai running around, and you don't see an orc with them. And then all of a sudden, they stop by the forest, and all of a sudden, there's, like, several of them. And yeah. there's enough of them to, like, start, like, a little bit of a brawl before yeah. the Rohirrim come and slay them all <laughs> yeah it's not too big of a deal but it's just something that you know it's it's just a little bit of another continuity error i guess there yeah uh, man we're just noticing all kinds of errors uh, what we're saying is this is the worst one and we're <laughs> <laughs> no it's joking um yeah that, just that whole scene just plays out and you're like what <laughs> i don't know i i like um the extended version of that scene better than like the little snippet version that you get at the beginning uh, when Aragon's going through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a pretty nice and intense scene. And I also, you know, I, I really like how, you know, Treebeard just completely destroys the orc that's following them on accident. And he's like, Oh, are you orcs as well? And it's like, Oh, <laughs> I think he did it on purpose though. Didn't he? Yeah. I think he did. On pur- he knew what he was doing. <laughs> He knew that one for sure was an orc. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just, I like that whole sequence of events though because it it's a it's a pretty intense moment. You know, you're not sure. I mean, the 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 action is quick. You know, it's not like it's lingering on a shot. And um, yeah, I just I I also like the orc that tries to eat them. <clears throat> he's like one of the best looking orcs in in the movie. Like he he they did a really good job with with uh, the makeup for him. Yeah, agreed. Um, yeah, he's the main character. Yeah, too. Oh, yeah, he's a main character. He joins the, the fellowship. Ton of close-ups of him, so they probably wanted it to look really good. <clears throat> well, yeah, there was the other uh, Warg Rider, too, who I thought they did a great job with as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget his name. I know he has a bigger part in, I think, the books, but um, they did a good job with him and I mean, really, they did a good job with all the prosthetics and stuff like that. But it's when you get those close-up shots of the of the of a few of them that you go, "Wow, that looks realistic." Yeah. Same with the orcs or the urkai. Urkai always, you know, they look good too. Even yeah. The close-ups. Yeah, of at like, Helm's uh, Deep and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, Helm's Deep. Yeah. Do we want to talk about Helm's Deep? No, not yet. Not yet. That's the big discussion for the end, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I want to talk more about Treebeard. Yeah. Um, Yemi, by the way, uh, do you want to be called Ferretbeard? Sure. <laughs> Fair. All right. I'll take that. <laughs> yeah, uh, Treebeard looks a lot better in the in the movie than in the Lego game, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the one thing that really stood out to me is how, like, there were some of the other ants uh, that looked really bad compared to Treebeard. Treebeard, like they um, spend like so little time on some of the other ones. Yeah, I mean they probably were like they're barely gonna you know you barely will see them. So 
And they just, I think they wanted to also show that they, you know, they come in different shapes and sizes and, but. Yeah, but like, they kind of just, just stood out so much, like from how comparatively bad the other ones, some of the other ones looked. Yeah, yeah, it, it does bother you guys. Well, it does kind of make the March of the Ents a little bit more goofy than I think it deserves. Than it, than it, than it should be like there's the one that's like um uh, a pine tree without any needles on it, and he just kind of looks absurd and funny, you know. <laughs> I like and the he, one that with the like the long hair. It looked like he had mimicked like a long someone with like really long hair down to like the shoulders. That uh, one was looking cool. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. <clears throat> but yeah, it's it, like the March of the Ents is like such an epic moment in the movie. And I love the like the song for the March of the Ents, too. And yeah. you see Treebeard in there and he's like looking real cool. And then like Callis said, like some of the other ones are just kind of like we put the least amount of work we could <laughs> ever possibly do into this one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Imagine how different uh, Helm's Deep Battle would have been if they had the Ents. <laughs> Probably would have been over pretty, pretty quickly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it did go over and pretty quickly when they ran in force. But anyways, that's later. Kind of. <laughs> um, I do want to mention, like, you know, Mary and Pippin, they were sleeping and then they were drinking that water that was making, you know, they are like, oh, I'm growing taller. And then the tree was, like, starting to suffocate them. Like, why? Like, that's, I thought... that's the extended version stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, go ahead, Tay. Oh yeah, no, it's, yeah, I was just gonna say, yeah, that's extended version. I didn't see that scene. I didn't watch the extended uh, this time. I watched the extended. <laughs> nah. It it is. Um, I I want to say it's a t the extended version on Two Towers is definitely a tougher watch than yeah. Fellowship. Yeah, um, I was gonna say at the end of like after all this, it was like there, I've definitely felt the runtime to this movie compared to the first one. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Extended yeah. cut for two two towers adds about an hour of yeah. extra footage. It's even worse with the it Return does. of the King, but with the Return of the mm -hmm. King, it's much more cooler because they show like how they break into like Minas Earth and all that. Yeah, so yeah. the runtime for Return <laughs> of the King was like more than four hours. Yeah, I ended up. But watching... I mean watching the extended version and then i was like you know i need to watch the regular version to really get the true experience of you know the original and <clears throat> i just was like i don't have the time to watch this extended version right now yeah i feel like the the original version is pretty much perfect in terms of length runtime pacing stuff like that yeah, they do kind of linger on like this Aragorn will he won't he romance with the two different women in the in the movie, but um, you kind of got to add that stuff. You got to add that stuff for the ladies in the audience, right? <laughs> uh -huh, sure. Yeah, for people who like the romance. What's funny in the books, like Arwen is barely in the books until like the last, the end of the third one. And I remember reading as a kid, going like, "Oh look, Aragorn's going to be." He's gonna be getting a lady. That's nice. And then he like turns her down. I was like, "What? <laughs> Why would uh -huh. you do that?" But <clears throat> yeah, like like I was saying, the extended version is just um, it's a little bit it's a little much in my opinion. And I don't think I'm gonna judge the movie on the extended version. I think I'm gonna keep it with the you yeah, know regular and the theatrical release. Um, I just you know. They, they like they 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 wanted to add everything that they had into the extended cut, and that's fine. And it does add more lore and elements that they had to cut out of the movie for runtime. And <clears throat> yeah, so it's a little bit harder of a of a watch, that's for sure. 
Yeah, I gotta watch the extended for the next one too, because you know, <laughs> I gotta commit. Yeah. Well, you do, you do. You've never seen them. <laughs> yeah. Well, the extended for uh, Return is uh, probably the best one, so it's a, definitely a must-watch. Yeah, I do like some of the things. I, well, we're not talking about that. <laughs> we're not yeah, talking about that. Okay. Two towers. Two towers. Um, but I do like how, uh, and I didn't really notice this, like like growing up and watching these is how much they poke fun of Gimli throughout this whole movie. <laughs> like how slow he is, how short he is. Like they poke fun of him a lot. Yeah, I was yeah. Like, Dang. <laughs> yeah in this one, um, Gimli, kind of the comic relief. Yeah, he turns into that yeah. comic relief um, because in the first movie, he, I mean, he didn't really have, I must be honest here. He didn't really have too much to do in the first movie. Um, he led them to, you know, he's, he's in the mines and he has that moment in the mines, but, other than that, you don't really see Gimli or Legolas for that matter. But in yeah. this movie, this is where they start to, you know, you can actually see their character um, and they actually start to form this this bond um, in, in, in the Two Towers movie. Yeah, definitely. Um, what's funny is, and I, well, I wonder if, like, the reason he wasn't in as much, especially in the first one, is just because... Um, the so the actor who plays him well in quotes plays him <laughs> uh most of the time it's his body double um because the prosthetics uh messed with his like he was allergic to the prosthetics uh reese davies oh yeah john reese davies i, or I remember hearing about that yeah yeah so a lot of times it's actually it is just it is his um you know small stunt double and then it's just voiceovered by the actor he also played Treebeard. He did also play Treebeard. Yes, or voice Treebeard. Voice, yeah. yeah. Treebeard was a giant puppet. <laughs> <laughs> so does he just play every character that has a beard? Yes. Including no, Gandalf? Er, er, I was like, Aragorn <laughs> has a beard. and, and uh, yeah, A Gandalf long beard. Has a beard. Every character with a long beard. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Unless it's white <laughs> or gray. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Can we um can we talk about uh Gandalf coming back and punking uh Legolas and Aragon and Gimli? Yeah. Yeah. How he sounds like Saruman for <clears throat> yeah, Saruman at first and then slowly the voice changes to Ian McKellen. Yeah. I <laughs> he, he did knew... it for Marion Pippin too, kind of. Yeah. We yeah. see that scene. But that was more Treebeard, I guess, punking them than well, I guess, I mean, Treebeard didn't know, but... Well, yeah, Treebeard just called him the White Wizard. Yeah. So, like... And wait, uh, I was a bit confused with that, too, because um, did, did he have, like, some sort of amnesia at first and, like, slowly re regain his memories? Um, Probably a little bit. Because um, they, they were saying, like, oh, Gandalf, and he's like, oh, yes, Gandalf. That's what they or used something to like that. Yeah, yeah well, remember, but he came back real quick. <laughs> remember, if you remember from the extended extended version in Elvish, <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> it was it was hundreds and thousands of years before he saw them again. <laughs> um, but really, actually, it was a long time. Like he says in there that he like went through eternity and then came back as Gandalf the White. So yeah, he's kind of lost most of his memories. That they slowly start coming back. He died and resurrected. Yeah, yeah, he died and resurrected. Yeah, I just, I just find it funny that you know, he, he's, he's there and he's, he's like, I'm not gonna show myself entirely to these, these folk. <laughs> and he kind of punks him a little bit. Gets yeah. him good. He got him good. <laughs> They're like, Oh no, it's, it's Saruman. We're screwed. 
Oh, it's Gandalf. Hey, <laughs> gotcha, bitches. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like, I do like Neff comes back and then like almost immediately leaves him again. That's <laughs> nice, <laughs> yeah. nice. They go to Rohan first, fix Theoden, and then he's like, all right, boys, I'm out. Peace. I'll be back. Five days. <laughs> Classic. I look to the east. I also like how, uh, when Gandalf calls a horse, uh, Gimli and uh, Aragorn all suddenly have horses. <laughs> I was like, no, oh, they they just... well, yeah, they got them from the yeah. Rohan people, but it's like, where did they put them when they went into the forest? It's just like, oh, yeah, that's right true. <laughs> Maybe yeah. tied them up, but I don't know. I guess so. Well, they don't they didn't need to show us, go back, get them, and walk them through the woods. Yeah. That's well, the, the extended, extended. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That makes sense. That's the that's the extended mundane version where they show you everything <laughs> in real time, even the stuff you're like, yeah, we we got it. They they walked. <laughs> how many hours is it? <laughs> oh, yeah. you don't. I mean, how long does it walk, take to walk across New Zealand? Sure. It's that long. Let me check my birthmark. Oh, I I haven't uh, told you guys that um, like I have a birthmark on my ribcage. That's like it's very similar to the shape of New Zealand. So I always joke around that it's the map of New Zealand. Oh, there you go. Cows is New Zealand. Which <laughs> means you're supposed to move to New Zealand in your future. Yeah, uh, maybe I will. Yeah, it's a nice place. You should. I think where you're, nice place. where you're at right now, I'll probably want to stay where you're at. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I hear New Zealand's uh, nice. Yeah. But anyway, uh, let's get back <laughs> to the two towers here. Uh, a Gimmeth Worm Tongue. I think we're at that part. Kind of an underrated character, kind of an underutilized character, um, a little bit in the movie. I I feel like um, he should have had a little bit more time, uh, interacting with the with the Fellowship. Because I, you know, I think the guy who plays him does a great performance, but he's just not in there enough. Yeah, I think he's in more in the extended. Yeah, he's he's, yeah, he's in he's there a little bit more. Hard, but... Literally, the extended is just him. Like, uh, no, I think it's even in the regular version where he's telling Saruman like the plans for uh, the Rohan people, how they're going to Helm's Deep and all that. Yeah, that's, that's I, think, I think that's in the regular. Yeah, yeah, that's in the regular. But the, I mean, the guy who played him put on such a great performance, and um, that scene where he's like trying to worm tongue his way into the mind of uh, Theoden's daughter. Right, uh, niece. Yeah, niece. when she's, yeah, she's. Um, uh... Yeah, that, that's that. That was one of the most uncomfortable scenes in the movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, it was just uh, he did, he just he did a great performance. It's just too bad that they didn't have more of him in there. You know. He's not in the Return of the King, is he? Yeah, he is. He is. Um, in the extended. Yeah, ba- he's he's barely in. Bar- yeah, in he's it. barely in the normal unless you see the extended. Because hmm. he was in the tower with Sauron when when it yeah. fell. So, you know. Yeah. In the extended, well, never mind. We'll talk about that next next time. But <laughs> or time. maybe maybe next time we'll see maybe, what Cal's yeah, picks. Cal, yeah. We'll see. <laughs> I was like, I am so not picking it. But. Uh, yeah, I, I, I do. Um, I, I think uh, Gimmeth Wormtongue deserved a little bit more screen time, maybe a few more instances of his trickery in there. Because, like I said, I, I think the performance was great. Gimmeth, what do you call Gimmeth Wormtongue? It's, it's Grima. Grima? Grima. 
All right, that's just that's just a childhood way of saying it that I haven't corrected. <laughs> okay, that's fine. <laughs> I was just like, are you saying it wrong, or am I hearing it wrong? But anyway, would have liked to have more of him. Yeah, he did good. Um, I every time they throw him down the stairs when they finally eject him from Rohan, I'm just like, oh, that looks so painful. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> hurt. I mean, it's it's all like probably. I mean, it's a, one. It's a stun double. Two. It's probably all padded stairs, not actual stone. But God, he sold it well. Yep. <laughs> I'm just like as <laughs> in my thirties. I'm just like, well, I would not ever be able to sleep again. My bad back would just be my existence at that point. <laughs> <sighs> um, they do a good job of. When uh, Gandalf's walking up towards the king, where like Saruman like completely takes over the king, that was a good scene. I like that, where he just like starts communicating through him. I thought mm -hmm. that was yeah. cool. And he's like, hey, "I've beaten Gandalf the Grey before. I'll do it again." And he's like, "Nah, bro, I'm now white." Nah, <laughs> <laughs> bro. I really I'm like the. Uh, <laughs> I really like the effect when they when the king you know turned from pale white to like looking almost dead you know back to normal yeah. Yeah. So that was done really well that was done really really well yeah so obviously uh, this uh, two towers has way more action than the fellowship <laughs> of the ring um and i remember i was saying last time that um the parts with the ents kind of broke up the the battles a little bit too much, but I didn't actually feel like it was that intrusive this time watching it. Yeah, I do agree with that. And I also felt like the screen time for the Ents and like their meeting was a little too long, too. And maybe it was just the extended version, but they're like, oh, we just finished saying good morning or good night or whatever. And it was like two hours later. I was like, oh, man. Uh, I think you heard me wrong. <laughs> um, I, I was saying that the it didn't the end stuff really wasn't that bad. When, oh, yeah, yeah, then I didn't hear it. In the normal version, it's not that bad because you know they, they like when when you're a kid and you're watching the movie, you know you're listening to the ends talk and you're like, oh my god, just get back yeah. to Helm's Deep or Osgiliath yeah. or whatever. And um, it wasn't it, like in my opinion, it wasn't too bad. Yes, as I've already stated, the extended version it's a little bit more rough there, but. I'm judging this on the theatrical ver version, and it, it was it, it was it was not as bad as I remembered it being. Yeah, I, I remember feeling. No, sorry, go ahead. Go no, you go ahead because I was gonna change it, move it down. Okay, no, I was just gonna say how yeah, I felt like, you know, when uh, Mary and Pippa were like starting to get anxious, like I was getting anxious with them. I was like, yeah, come yeah. on, like he's they're right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, like, oh yeah, we just we just figured out you did not. Orcs. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, we knew that already. <laughs> yeah, that that part was funny. Yeah. Um. No, I, like for me, when I was saw it, you know, when I was younger, I actually would like appreciate because it, it it's how it was in the books. They were just really, really slow talkers. Um. <laughs> although I think if I remember, I don't remember. I don't know if I'm remembering correctly, but in the books, there is one. If I remember, there is one ant who actually like makes up his mind that. Yeah, they're they're fine. We need to go to war, and like hangs out with Mary and Pippin because he made up his mind or like within like an hour, while the others were still saying hello. 
Um, but I don't, like I said, don't remember if that is accurate or just my brain making this up or what. But if it is, if it was in the book, I, w- I would like to have seen that in the movie. Well, but... reread the book and then report back to us next time. Yeah. Uh, I'll just reread that scene. How about? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't even know if I have a copy of Lord of the Rings. I think I just I read my brother had a copy back when I read it. And so I read his copy. I think that scene is on a uh, page 632. No, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> the books are not that long. Uh, I do. I do like how they make Mary and Pippin more of like uh, an important part of, you know, they're not just kind of like there to fuck things up um, that, you know, they actually like the, the, how they got Treebeard to walk literally in the wrong direction was, was pretty good. Um, and uh, it actually, I mean, they they got the ends to go to war. I mean, just by yeah. having them walk the wrong way, you know. <laughs> well, just as uh, I think you said it, Yemi, in the first movie, is uh, we see their growth and we see their maturity, and, and yeah, it definitely shows in this one. I guess having the near death experience really helped them. Several near death, <laughs> several, yeah. yes. <laughs> but I mean, it's also showing that they kind of understand more about the world you know like yeah i i guess you know they they go through that trauma to understand like hey the world isn't all you know the shire you know folk nice people you know uh, don't you mean and- the middle world haha that's <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's cool that they knew how much how important the ents were and they knew that they had to go to isengard to beat it or yeah. defeat them but also, that was what I was going to say earlier: is how did the how did Treebeard and the Ents not know the forests were getting cut down? Uh, I mean, uh, I don't know. It's a big forest. I don't know. Yeah, big forest, and you know, they since Saruman had kind of shown that he didn't care for trees as much anymore. They were probably like, well, I don't really want to hang around with that guy anymore. <laughs> we also uh, there's there's only a select few amount of trees who can actually walk, or you know. Yeah, a lot of the other ones, you know, because you, you know, when when uh, when the orcs are cutting down the trees originally, you can hear them like kind of doing like that tree scream, you know. Yeah. And I think that's in the original movie. The, I mean, I'm sorry, the Fellowship. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So you know, they're 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 alive, but they can't like move and communicate and whatever like the Ents can. So how would you know how would Treebeard or the other Ents know if they hadn't been to that part of the forest in a while? Yeah, and remember, it was only a a few weeks since he started tearing. Well, maybe months since he started tearing these down. So, I don't In, know. Industrial Revolution, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was the time frame really months? I don't really know. It's hard to tell I, with movies. I would, you it know, I, probably... I would think about you know, like from the point where he got he started cutting down the trees. I mean, he probably moved. Well, Pretty fast. Yeah, you have they to remember Gandalf. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you have to remember like Gandalf was captured when he started. So, yeah. I don't you know. Yeah, hard to tell, yeah, it's hard to tell movie like movie slash even the book just because the books you know jump around to something like okay we are now three hundred leagues away and you're like but how how many how many days did it take you to travel that or weeks or <laughs> months or hours it's like I don't know. How long did it take them to travel to Ice or uh, Home Steep? You know, do yeah, we know? No idea. Yeah, no idea. Well, hmm. so you uh, imagine being a Saruman and hearing Treebeard scream like that just 
like Charmin probably like shit his pants or something. <laughs> what is that noise? <laughs> oh no. What is that smell? Oh, I, I shit myself. One thing I do wish they, and they didn't show it, is uh, the ends breaking the Isengard walls. I wish they showed that. No, they didn't really need to. I mean, they probably just walked over them, <laughs> yeah, honestly. <laughs> well, there's a couple yeah. of spots where you see holes in the walls and like it was all broken up. Yeah, I think they were like grabbing like stones to throw at uh, Saruman's tower at that point that they showed. Yeah. So maybe they had like maybe they did break a part of the wall and they started just breaking apart even more to, you know, try and hit Saruman. <laughs> also, how did Saruman like have nothing to do against them? He's a wizard. He was able to like collapse a whole mountain and you tell me he can't do anything against trees. Yeah. Can't, can't hurl a fireball there, Saruman. Yeah. Yeah. That's all you gotta do. <laughs> I mean, I just, that's the one thing I did notice. Like, I was like, how is Saruman not doing anything? How is he so powerless right now? Yeah, he's like just pacing back and forth going, oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, you see, when the Ents go to battle, uh, his magic doesn't work on Ents. Uh, yeah, that must be it. <laughs> sure, sure. He forgot to learn uh, anti-tree magic. Yeah, he see, he should have, if he had gotten Radagast the Brown on, he could have, uh, he could have done something, but... That was the next chapter. That was next week's lesson. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just thought it was kind of silly that he wasn't able to do anything. Yeah. <clears throat> it it would have been cool to see him try, you know, try to fight back and then how they countered that and stuff. So. And still I like um, I like how they show that one ant on fire, you know, and once <laughs> the, the water started rushing in, he like dove in head first. Yes. I yeah. love that part. <laughs> Yeah, the, I don't think the ants the ants had one casualty uh, during oh, the battle. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, you saw the one end fall down, but I don't think the orcs were able to like chop him up. Well, enough. Treebeard saved him by rolling that rock over on top. Oh, of yeah, him. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So it's all good. Well, yeah, when you're you're good. like a twenty foot tall walking tree, not a lot of things can can do stuff to you, except fire. <laughs> yeah, except yeah. fire. <laughs> But well, oh, yeah. weakness. Speaking of great action scenes, um, the battle with the wargs was yeah, still that's... pretty impressive to watch. Um, I was expecting the like effects to kind of age super poorly, but it wasn't that bad. It, it was actually still pretty thrilling, and um, the wargs looked pretty good with the riders on top of them. And yeah. the battling with the horses and stuff. I was trying to remember what uh, that Rohan, Rohan guy, I forget his name. I can't think of the name. The ginger looking one, the kind of the captain or uh, yeah, uh, uh, the king's uh, side Aramir. man. Faramir? No, Faramir no. is the son of Gondor. Right. Yeah. Okay. Not, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, the captain. No. No, not the king's son. The, yeah, no, the king's like second hand. Yeah, it's captain or general. Iramir or whatever. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was wondering, like, I was trying to remember throughout the movie how he died. I thought it was at Home Steep. But, oh, no, it was at Home Steep. But, no, like, it, was, I no it, was, it was on the way to Home Steep by the, the wargs. The warg, yeah. It eats his face. That's right. Yeah. No, he was at the. 
No, no, Iramir doesn't doesn't die in the two towers. His his buddy gets. Oh, his buddy. Yeah, yeah. Like there's two of them who look very similar. Yeah, it's very. It's actually difficult to tell them apart um, because the one guy literally has like the same headpiece as as he does. Yeah. If I remember, like I thought the it was the commander who died, and then the other guy got promoted to commander because the other one died. But I don't know. It's hard to tell them apart. (laughs) Yeah. So I was alright originally, but I I was trying to remember how he died. And then I was like, oh, yeah, that's how. <laughs> Award to the face. No, no one wants that. <laughs> um, uh, that. That The first part of that battle where um, Legolas is just sniping the wargs <laughs> while they're running towards the towards them is also pretty awesome, too. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like out of all like scenes, that's like the scene that needed the slow-mo. And like him hopping up on that horse was pretty cool. Yeah. It it looked kind of janky, but still cool. Yeah, because well, it's like I'm pretty sure that was filmed in reverse. No, I don't know. That was, it, no, that, was that I think that one it was definitely CG. One, yeah, yeah. Because um, you're expecting him to go around like the left side of the horse, but he wraps yeah. around to the right, and it kind of looks weird. But you know, it's still pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's that was the very first time we saw elves defy physics. Yeah. <laughs> Little did we know that in the past he had done it before. Yeah. And of oh, course, oh, minorly, minorly, it was okay. <laughs> I was Legolas. I would just stayed up there and just kept sniping people. Well, I mean, <laughs> the words were, were closing the distance. So. Yeah. But yeah, I, I really like that's kind of like an I think that's kind of like an underrated action scene in the movie because, you know, obviously Helms D takes the cake and, you know, the March of the Ends. But the fight with the wargs is, is it's like it's a real quick battle, but it's um a pretty visceral one, you know? It was a much-needed battle, and it was a good segue to, like, you know, Aragon finding out, you know, the armies of coming to Helm's Deep, you know, and that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, how many? I said, that's the only reason, like, (laughs) that when Aragorn falls, (laughs) I'm just like, uh, at first, yeah, I was thinking, like, this is just so uh, Arwen, not Arwen, um, Erwin. Eowyn. Eowyn. Yeah, Eowyn can be like, oh no, the guy I was interested died. Oh, but he's <laughs> back. Yay. But no, really, it's just it's so he can see the armies and go, oh shit. Ah, crap. <laughs> I did think they uh, over overplayed Aragon air quotes right now dead. I was mm-hmm. like, hey, he just fell in the water. And they don't even show the warg. I was like, maybe if they showed the warg, you know, on the bottom of the river and like, you know, dead. Maybe yeah, like on the shoreline. Yeah, could have been a little more realistic, but you know, everyone knew he was alive. Yeah, it was yeah. kind of pointless to try and fake his death in particular. Um, but I mean, they didn't really, they didn't really beat around it too long. I mean, it, it yeah. wasn't too long after that you see him on the shore, and then the horse comes by and you know, out with him. Yeah. <laughs> well, he lays next to him. Yeah. And if I remember, I don't think that happened in the book. Like, I don't think he has a fake death but I don't remember it. Again, it's been like 15 years, 20 years since I've read the books. So I don't remember. Yeah, we, we don't wow. expect you to remember every detail. I expect that. You should have remembered. Callous, I should have. You're right, Callous. Callous seasoned reader. <laughs> All right, fine. I will, I, will, I will abandon this podcast for my failures. I'm sorry. <laughs> Tay will start three, his book reading uh, podcast. <laughs> book reading podcast. <laughs> It'll come out after every one of our episodes <laughs> where I read the book that the movie is based on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
You know, uh, one uh, a trio that we've forgotten to talk about. Um, I know. I've been thinking about that too. We have not yeah. talked about Frodo, Frodo Sam, Gollum. Uh, how do you? I mean, obviously, uh, Gollum still looks really good in the movie. There are some scenes where you know you can definitely tell that he's like placed over like the area that he's in, but. I will say this when he's it's kind of like who framed Roger Rabbit when he's interacting with like the clothing and, you know, the water and stuff like that. It still looks pretty good. Yeah, the water is really good because I know he it was, you know, Andy Serkis um, actually splashing around in the water. Yeah, <laughs> uh, there was one scene where um, they're at the gates and they're discussing going through the gates and he keeps grabbing onto Frodo's cloak to be like, no, don't do And like, I didn't know it was. It was it was very clear that it was he, no one was actually interacting with the cloak. It was just like a warp effect on the cloak. No, really. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't notice that. I didn't notice. I never. Yeah, I had never noticed that before until uh, this viewing. Where I was like, "Huh, that t- that looks weird." But I mean, damn. I mean, you 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 talk about all time great performances. Oh, yeah. Andy Circus's Gollum. And especially when he's switching between Smeagol and Gollum, yeah. it's, it's just, it's really good. Yeah, where he's talking to himself, yeah. Yeah. Really or he's battling between the two. Yeah, that's really good. And yeah. also, like, a really cool thing that um I noticed in this viewing is how, uh, you know, when he's being... Uh, oh, jeez, I forgot the... What's the other name? Uh, before Sam, Gollum. Frodo, Smeagol? What was his name? No, Smeagol. Gollum's name. Smeagol, yeah, okay. Mingle but when Gollum. he's Smeagol, you see his pupils like very dilated, and then when he's back to Gollum, you can see the the pupils like shrinking back, and they're like yeah. moving back and forth between the two, like two personalities. It's yeah, a they really do cool effect. They also do good work with like the the, the cinematography to like you know, they change the angle when one side of him is talking, the other isn't. You know, um, yeah. I think they did a good yeah. job with that throughout the yeah. the movie I, too. I still love that scene where he's arguing with himself. Although yeah. I do find it weird that. Sam and Frodo just sleep oh, through that, especially when he's yelling, "He's gone!" <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> okay, how did they at least not wake up to that? <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that their whole story, you know, it kind of takes a backseat to Helm's Deep. I feel, oh, yeah, but right. yeah. it it is definitely really good. Um, besides, it still kind of bugs me that they get taken to the city. Um, yeah, Osgiliath. Like, that did not happen, if I remember right. Did not happen in the books. Like Foromir, pretty much at that cave, made this choice that yeah, no, we we can't have the ring. Let him go. Which I guess this this ups the um the you know like ah oh, crap, he's gonna be just like his brother, like yeah. I guess know. they just wanted to draw that parallel because he, he even like longingly looks at the ring, yeah, kind of like Boromir does in the first movie. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't have a big problem with them being taken. The I mean, obviously, I didn't, I didn't read the books, so it's like I don't have a huge problem with them being taken to Osgiliath. Um, yeah, I mean, we like, do get that cool wraith scene. So yeah, we get that, and then we also get to see the Rangers take out an elephant or two. You know, yeah, just, yeah. that was a cool scene. Yeah, well, that part it happens in the books. Like I so said, they go to the cave, and in the books, like I said, he lets him go, which I liked in the books just because it made uh, uh, Faramir seem like so much better wiser, than Boromir. Better, yeah, like yeah. wiser than Boromir and like just a better guy. And, and then you're like, yeah, I like Faramir. And this, in the mm-hmm. movie, you kind of go, do I like Faramir? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, once they're there, uh, I do like the scene, and this only in the extended, where Vermeer is like, if you hurt them or whatever, I'm going to kill you, that kind of stuff. I was oh, like, yeah. well, <laughs> spoiler. <No. laughs> yeah. Because he knew the path he was taking them. He's like, yeah, that's not a good path, but he still let them go. So. Well, but yeah, he knew it was also the only path, so... But yeah, I do like the and the in the city we get that lovely little speech from Sam, which I you know do love. The that was a great speech. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's 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 a chef's kiss. So, great speech. It, so is that speech like what uh, convinces Faramir that okay, yeah, I should just let him go? I don't know if Faramir hears that speech. So but... what convinces him then to change his mind? Um, well, he, uh, I, 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 doesn't he see the effect that the ring is having on Frodo? Yeah, because yeah, so. at the Nazgul scene, he's like, yeah, they, he got to destroy it. Yeah. Yeah, because I, because Sam, you know, tackles him, but you, but there's also a, a quick scene of Faramir seeing Frodo being possessed by the ring and, you know, wanting to give it to the Nazgul. Hmm. So he's probably like, eh, fuck that. Yes, <laughs> he saw the power and he's like, "Yeah, I don't want that." Yeah, it's and as we not a as, good power. Yeah, and in the third movie, it does a good job of like, you know, showing Faramir to fuck up and how mad his dad was. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, no, no, we're talking about the third movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> even if Callus doesn't pick it this time, one of us can pick it. In our next pick. I'm gonna watch it and uh, talk about it. You guys talk about a different movie. No. <laughs> you know what? I'll join you there. <laughs> Especially if it's if it's Transformers. Oh, <laughs> oh no. A question. Um, so uh, Frodo and Sam are let go at the end, and they have to like continue their path towards Mordor. Um, do they make like any progress at all during the entire movie? It, because to me, it seems like they just. Oh. Ended at the same place it started. Not the same place, but like the same distance, basically. Well, well, Gollum leads them to the Black Gate, which is literally on the edge of Mordor, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And but Faramir they get, takes them Yeah, back. they get kind of, yeah, they get kind of sidetracked by Faramir, and they have to, they do like a half circle over to Osgiliath, which is right by Minas Tirith, which is by, which is the closest city to Mordor. Right? Mordor, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm not familiar with like the Middle Earth map or where every, where everything is located, but to me it seems like they made no progress distance-wise towards Mordor, like by no, the end of the movie. Yeah, from <laughs> well, the black because they take him back. Well, yeah, yeah once they get to the Black Gate, then they then they don't make any progress. But up until then, they do make a, a good amount of progress from yeah. where they were. It just seems yeah, like, they, like they were taking like far back, further than you know what they were. Yeah, from where the Black Gate, where we saw them at, is literally a straight path is Minister. It's like a next state over, pretty much. <laughs> a state. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but remember, the map for the Black Gates is north of the city they go to. Um, so, yeah, they, they did do some backtracking there. Thanks for it, Faramir. <laughs> You know, thanks a lot. Callus was saying uh, Sam's speech earlier was was really good. I, I but I always think back to Sam's talk about potatoes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we want to think of the song when uh, he said, "Smash them, boil them." Boil them, smash them, stick them in a stew. Yep. That song in my what's taters? Eh? <laughs> no, it's, it's, that's such a great like little. I don't know, kind of like a reprieve from like how 
I don't know, dour third journey has been just yeah. the part where he's, you know, Gollum's like, what the, what the, what are you doing? Just eat the, you know, eat raw fish, eat, you know, mm-hmm. eat it eat raw. raw rabbits. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, and I really like that scene just because right before that, you know, Frodo had told Sam to try to be nicer to him. And you can see him really trying there where he's like, well, even you can't say no to potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> and just and saying things like, oh, well, you're hopeless instead of, you know, calling him names and whatnot. So I like that. He actually sees Sam trying to do what Frodo asked him to do. And by the end of yeah. the movie, he was like actually treating him nice when they were yeah. let go. Yeah. Speaking of Sam, uh, so in the first movie, Gandalf has the best line in the movie when he's like, fly, you fools. <laughs> but in this movie, the best line goes to Sam when he says, his gardener. Oh, yeah. <laughs> his gardener. Yeah. One thing that kind of always bugged me, I mean, it it happens a lot in books. So, you know, it got transported over to the movies. But communication. Like when Frodo's just like, come on, come on, Golem, when he's swimming in that pool. Just like, come on, we're going to go. Oh, no, we, you've been captured. You know, and that's what turns him kind of against Frodo. But like if he just said, hey, bud, there's some guys trying to kill you. But if you come with me, you know, they'll they'll not kill you. <laughs> yeah, he could have done better, I feel, I feel like, also. Yeah. So. Yeah, I but... think that's also like the first time that he calls himself master to stick no. out to Smeagol, right? Yeah. I think so. Which is which Maybe. also kind of took me off guard. I'm like, whoa, yeah. <laughs> Master's here. And it's like, oh, that's yeah, a little don't... cocky there, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't say that, Frodo. But all, all right, right. Yeah. you guys ready so... to talk about the uh... Helm's Deep? Helm's Deep uh, battle. Well, you know, I feel like this podcast is going on a little long already. I guess we could. Yeah, let's we should just probably end it save now. it. Yeah, we let's, should let's end it now. No one cares <laughs> about Helm's Deep we'll anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, wait, we did talk about the end already, so yeah, we're done. <laughs> um, so Helm's Deep, though. Great battle. Phenomenal battle. Probably the best battle in the trilogy, do you guys think? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely worth uh, the there, wait. There's some good battles in Return of the King, for sure, but Helm's Deep definitely just feels better, just because it's like, uh, this is definitely hope- a hopeless situation kind of thing. And it starts raining, like, right as the battle's starting. Yeah. Uh, the set pieces for it are just amazing. One thing I do want to talk about before, like, I mean, it's still leading up to the Helm's Deep, so we're still in the same ballpark, is when Aragon sees the Eisen- or the Irks marching, there's no uh, ladders, and there's no uh, the catap- catapults or whatever you want to call them. It's like it would have been kind of cool, you know, like to see just like in the slight background those kind of things. You could be like, "Oh, what's that?" You know, and then you see it at home steep. You're like, "Oh, that's what that is." Yeah, but I mean, they show they show nothing of that. I was like, "Ah, oh, you know." Oh, I mean, they didn't like they weren't having the ladder straight up. They were probably carrying them, like you know, so you couldn't see them if they were in a crowd. Yeah, they, they also carrying them between them. They also yeah. could have built the stuff um at location. That's what medieval times used to do a lot. Yeah. They would yeah, take I the guess. supplies there and then they would create, you know, build the catapult or build the ladder. That also could be why, you know, they didn't use that heavy duty big catapult thing that like shot the iron 
grippers or whatever. Yeah. Maybe that's yeah. why they didn't use it until later in the battle because they were still setting it up from moving it. You know, yeah, that was that, pretty big. Makes sense. Or yeah. it was at the back of the army, you know, and that yeah, because they go they move a little slower. So then they just get there later, and then they you know come to the front and. You know, I know they show the bomb, like show Saruman like building the bomb, but it would have been like you know kind of cool to see him like carrying it. I don't know. I mean, maybe yeah, it's just me. I, I mean, I don't you know. know. I don't. Well, and she would not be able to see that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if we needed this. I mean, I think it's be- better to have like a sort of a surprise, like oh, how are the Uruks going to, you know, take over this wall other than just brute force, you yeah, know, and then enough. you actually see like the ingenuity of Isengard, a- aka Saruman. Because, you know, I mean, obviously gunpowder isn't like a big thing in in the Lord of the Rings at all. But, you know, the fact that he builds bombs and he creates these gadgets of war that you don't see on the opposite side just kind of shows how much of an edge they have that that the Uruks have in the battle. And I think it's better to have that surprise rather than seeing, you know, Saruman create the ladders and create the crossbow and have the dragon across the ground. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I tell you what, though, I would have hated to have the job of carrying the bombs or pushing the catapult. If they if they did have to push them, or if yeah, not, they are, you know, maybe they they been in, Yeah, they might have been in, like, wagons or something. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Who knows? Yeah, you can imagine they had to carry it, like, in pieces over there. So, like, each org had carry a piece. Yeah. This is not the important conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. anyways. anyways. <laughs> <laughs> this is the important conversation. Who cares about battles? No, no I was joking. I, I, I mean... Do um that scene where everyone's it's just kind of like silent except for the rain and then the the orcs start doing their war chant oh yeah. man that is like the perfect yeah, build up and then the <laughs> one arrow lets fly and you're like and so it begins and it's just <laughs> such a great line for the start of that battle how else yeah. do you think the battle would have started if that didn't happen i mean think they, the, the orcs would have just like gone forward <laughs> they still would have yeah. gone forward but maybe not yeah. at that moment i don't yeah. know they were, yeah, they they probably, were probably just trying, rushing yeah they were probably trying to build up tension and make them you know get them scared give give the people in the back time to get there yeah <laughs> so you know it was probably better that he he loosed that arrow because you know you start the battle on your terms don't wait till your enemies yeah <laughs> cool to that see the elves come too it was well, a good yeah. surprise yeah. The elves, that was a pretty cool moment. Um, and also, this battle has, um, I mean, I wouldn't say it's a big death, but it's, its you know, this movie doesn't have a lot of, like, deaths in it, right? But the one death that just happens um, for Haldir. Haldir, yeah. Yeah, and the elves. Um, is, is a pretty pretty brutal one, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, I wish, I don't, can't remember if he's in the extended more in, like, the first movie, but it's like, I always felt like they're like, oh, you're supposed to be like sad. He's died. And just like, I, we've seen this guy twice for like 10 yeah. seconds. Let's say we really don't know who he is though, through this movie at least. Yeah. Yeah. But like I was saying, I mean, it is kind of like the, like it, there's Boromir, Lurts, and then Haldir are like the main character deaths so far in the movie. Right. Which one's Lurts? Lurts, the Urukai from Fellowship. Echo um, He's yeah. the only named Urukai. All right. <laughs> I mean, we've also seen seen the the ginger uh, guy get killed from the warg. Yeah. Well, 
I don't know. Obviously, I, a bunch of unnamed. He wasn't guys. Like, a, like a mean. Like yeah, a mean I'm talking about character. like people who like they got named and Mm-mm. I don't know. But that's besides the point. I, I mean, you look at the Battle of Helm's Deep. It's. I mean, I'm going to use the word epic. You know, I'm going to use the word visceral. I'm going to use the word amazing. You know, and. Oh, yeah. I was look. I'm gonna I'm gonna bitch about Twitter for a second here because someone okay. that I know watched all three of these movies, and I don't know if they were just being facetious, but he was like, "Damn, dude, I watched nine hours of of extended cuts just to see some people walk across, you know, <laughs> to, to to a place." And I'm like, "You either missed the point or you." didn't pay attention close enough because there's a lot more going on than just walking and i think the battle of helm's deep really shows it's like hey (laughs) this is something bigger than just carrying a ring you know walking across the distance right you could say that about the first movie sure why not they just they pretty much just walk across the first movie but the second and third movie it's like we have these great locations awesome set pieces great action throughout the entire movies to say they just walk and it's super boring, I is beyond me. I I don't that's, know. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Oh, oh yeah, you know what it was. Like he, he probably watched the extended extended version of Fellowship of the Ring, which is nine hours long, and it is just walking. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, a lot of cutscenes of just them walking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no. So Helm's back to Deep, the battle. Yeah, for me, for the longest time, like if you ask me to rate the the three movies, um. I would always say, you know, Two Towers was my favorite, and it was just because of the Battle of Helm's Deep. Yeah. Like, and uh, for me, I was always like, everyone agrees with that, right? Like, the second one's the best because of Helm's Deep? And apparently not, but... Um, well, I mean, it's been like a while since I've seen all the movies, but yeah. like, from what I remember, I, I, I think the second one did used to be my favorite out of the three. Yeah, yeah. same. I mean, yeah, same here. I mean... Yep. <laughs> I got a lot of playtime out of those uh, games that featured Helm's Deep in them. You know, the first level in Return of the King, the last two levels of Two Towers, the Third Age even had a, a large section with for Helm's Deep. Oh yeah. I mean, I just, you know, when you're a kid, you look for the, you know, you're you're more interested in the the action, and this movie delivered in all fronts on on action. And yeah, I, as, a, as when I was a kid, yes, I did skip the end scenes, you know, and I did <laughs> skip, you know the you know Oz, pretty much all of Oz Gilead, but that's just because like Helm's Deep is that awesome like you want to get to it but I understand why they break it up though you know it, it, yeah. it does need to be broken up a little bit to kind of be like here's what they're doing it's important what they're doing especially Marion Pippin because you know they're they you know they, they almost single-handedly take out Saruman and they're just like two hobbits and an ent you know <laughs> but I mean that main meat and bones of the Helm's Deep battle it's just like I said, it's 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 just awesome. It's epic. Yeah, yeah. You know, if they then the books actually, um, so each book is split into two books, and one just focuses like especially in the second two, um, it focuses on you just get Helm's Deep and Aragorn and all them for the whole book, and then it skips the second half of the book is just Sam and uh, Sam and Frodo's journey, which. I'm glad they didn't do it that way, but at the same time, also, I wish they had just so I could get nothing but... Yeah, two hours of Helm's Deep. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think they summed it up pretty well, though. Um, You know, they they hit all the major points, you know, the wall being broken, the front gate being breached, them getting into the... 
Yeah, throwing Gimli, them being, you know, held up in the Hall of Kings and saying how, you know, no enemy had ever breached those the walls and whatever. And yeah, I, I do think that they did a good like, I guess if you're talking about a whole book full of, you know, Helm's Deep, they did a pretty good Cliff Notes version of that, you know? <laughs> yeah, they did a good job. And I liked the callback because in the first movie, you know, Gimli says no one tosses a dwarf. Yeah, and now he's like, yeah. "Okay, you, you got to toss me. Don't don't tell uh, don't, the elf. Don't tell the elf." Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of the elf, it's um, like in the first movie, he had the most badass scene when he's like shooting the like arrow after arrow. In this yeah. movie, he also has like the most badass scene when he's like shield surfing down the yeah. stairs, yeah. shooting yeah. arrows. Yeah, like, so cool. Nicholas will forever be my favorite character. More things. <laughs> and even like as uh, I'm sure we told you before, like me and Yemi will like mock play like lord of the rings like scenarios and like we got bows and arrows and like we got swords from like a county fair that we used to go to yeah and i always got the arrows so i was like all right i'm nicholas who are you bitch <laughs> I would, yeah i would usually be aragon but yeah because yeah, i i think i talked about this last time like greedy had like this dirt mound in front of his house and it was like the perfect like section of a wall of helm's deep you know we could just recreate <laughs> the battle there it was it was good times no that sounds fun you don't have any videos no you, uh, well I, yeah you do oh, have the ones I, when you're on the trampoline yeah i don't think <laughs> i have anything of like of the of the dirt mound or anything like that but i used to have a trampoline and we made a lot of homemade movies where it was just like nick was invisible fighting urukai and stuff and i was behind the camera making the noises and you know <laughs> and there's a blooper where he goes like a pcp pipe like a small little pipe uh, and it hits me in the balls I was yeah like, oh. <laughs> yeah because because he because at that scene nick was the urukai and i was like defend helms deep and i threw the sword like an arrow and it just went right into his to his balls it was <laughs> hilarious i was like attack oh. yeah like, oh, and then just throws in and hits me in the balls and i go down to the ground <laughs> he's like all right and the battle's over and the, that's it we won huzzah i would pay so much money to see that yeah well maybe anyways back to the movie one thing i do like about the home steep battle is how attention to detail they were because you can really tell like you know how much stronger the wall was like with the elves there compared to like the keep where it was just like all the all the kids Peasants and the and, yeah. men that didn't know how to fight and then uh they also do a really good job of like you know the elves arrows are so you no know, crisp and they're so clean and you know they're shooting past people's heads and then you see where the peasants shoot and you see all these arrows wobbling and just how bad like the shots were it's just uh, some something cool, you know, attention to detail. Yeah, I thought it was really cool. Yeah, and also when you have like shots of like the wall, you know, you see that you see like the corpses and dead bodies on there as well. You know, it's it's not just like empty for no reason at all. You know, because they were like, ah, oh, we need to clear space. But you mm -hmm. you know, especially during Haldir's death, like they 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 really show like just kind of how chaotic that wall was after you know once. Well, actually, for, probably since the ladders came up to it, you know. <laughs> I also like how, you know, speaking of getting hit in the balls, I mean, Gimli just strikes that berserker in the yeah. in the crotch and that yeah. it's like game over, you know, <laughs> that guy was that guy was dead. One, one thing I did notice, uh, I don't know if it's the sound effects, but it could have been like it just sounded like their weapons were just like hitting like metal. And it's just like, yeah, I don't think that would kill someone, but who knows? You know, it's all 
all fun. <clears throat> um, Did you guys think that or I, no? Yeah, like I guess, yeah, no, not really. <laughs> well, and, there's just like a few scenes where Gimli would hit his axe like on like a chest, and then it just like just a weird sound, and it's just like I don't know if that would have killed him in one hit. But so could have been. I, I watch a show called Forged in Fire. <laughs> Yeah. Um, where it's they people make you know blacksmith weapons and then they do things like kill tests and stuff and like they will actually have you know dummies with armor on and I I while it, it looks like sometimes like oh that didn't do damage it's like you remove the armor and it broke all the ribs and internal organs behind it because it hit so hard um, okay <laughs> yeah, so it could still kill even if they're wearing armor and it you know it may sound like metal on metal but it's doing damage, especially depending on, like I said, how hard you hit and where you hit. But well, so not even mithril armor can protect from that. Well, they don't have mithril armor. <laughs> I was about to say, don't don't think too hard about that Frodo scene with the spear, yeah. with what Tay's saying. <laughs> that's that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. <laughs> no, mithril armor is special and magical. So, right. this this is only like you know plate metal, <laughs> or plate armor. Yeah, and going back to um I was saying earlier about like how good the prosthetics were for the characters. I mean when you when you got those clo like when you have the Urks fighting on the wall and stuff, I mean they, they I mean talk about attention to detail. I mean they looked unnatural and like scary, you know, like I, yeah. I loved how they made this movie look and they did such a great job with it. And I, I do think they had a little bit of leeway since it was a dark, you know, dark scene. Mm-hmm. But yeah. still, even when you have like those close-up shots, or just like the berserker on top of the wall, kind of just destroying all the elves in the area, like it still looks really, really good. I do it, like the one yeah. when they're doing their like chant. If they showed like the one Urkai that like had yellow eyes, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, they do a oh, few yeah. close-ups during that chant. And it's just like every single one is just different. Yeah, yeah, it's different and detailed and. Like the ones like just burping into the camera. (laughs) Yeah, I I, I do think it's kind of I mean, obviously, you know, they breached the wall and that's like a huge thing. Right. I find it odd that they didn't try to like blow up the front door or something, you know, (laughs) because I felt like that was like the weakest part of of the entire castle was like that front section. Like, yeah, they can't bring as many troops up along that small bridge, but. I mean, plant one bomb there, and like their entire defense is just gone. You know. Well, they wanted to like surprise them because you know like, maybe they weren't fully aware of that. You know that vent was like a weak point for uh, their defense. Drain, drain system. Drain, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess. Or then they also like bringing the bomb up that ramp. Maybe would have been a lot more noticeable and easy to take down before they got there. Yeah, that, is also, that is also true. Good point. It I like the way they did it anyways, you know, they yeah. all shielded up and then they're just kind of slowly moving up along the wall. So and they then did the... know about it, but <laughs> yeah, when they have <laughs> yeah. like the, um, um, the, the, what is it called? Battering ram. The battering ram. It's like knocking off their own Thanks. guys. And you know, yeah. that just kind of shows how expendable these Uruks were because it's like, you know, yeah, we can, we can, we can lose 10 guys moving this fucking ram up this bridge. Mm-hmm. Who cares? We have 10,000, you know? <laughs> yeah. What'd you guys think of the the torchbearer who blew up the bomb? Damn, like Legolas yeah. dropped the ball. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> yeah. "Why are you shooting him in his traps? Come on, 
<laughs> Come on, headshot. Yeah, two play. shots. Two <laughs> shots. He it's like, we've, him. Yeah, I was like, we've seen you. We've seen you shoot moving targets before and hit them precisely. Go for the head. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I feel like, uh, I mean, I don't know. Like, if we did kill him, like, wouldn't someone out there or just pick it up? And yeah, that is probably. probably. I mean, yeah. Yeah, the, there was no stopping it at that point. It would have been smarter if uh, Nicholas killed the guys that were carrying the bombs, and but I know <laughs> yeah, a lot was going on. Yeah, at that time, yeah, you probably didn't, didn't even notice. Yeah. yeah, but you notice a guy carrying a weird torch that sparkles and or like you <laughs> well, know, puts like, you know. instead <laughs> of just flames. So <laughs> I also like but the part. Before, no. Go ahead. I like the part. Um, actually, you know, f- yeah, I do like the part where Gimli like jumps down from the top and just starts like killing the irks down there um but they used talking about from you know from the last time they used a miniature right for the helm's deep explosion yeah looked fantastic once again yeah just kind of proving that miniatures are the best way to do things like <laughs> they, that they are the fact that you see like little like bodies flying and whatnot and i'm pretty sure those were probably just like little dummies that were you know rag dolls so they could flail about as they fly through the air I, I can only uh, imagine like being an actor in this movie and then you know doing what you do on set and then seeing the final product you're probably like holy shit you know yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then going back to what Yemi was saying you know how expendable they were you know that the, the wall probably killed it probably killed a lot of yeah. guys oh, unquote, yeah. probably killed yeah. a thousand guys yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Probably got a lot more orcs than, than humans. Yeah, and the same the thing breed. with the the ladder that Legolas shoots down. It's just like, oh yeah, you know, just you know, killed about thirty guys, you know, with that ladder. All right, all good. <laughs> just on the ladder, not not counting the ones it crushed as it fell. Oh yeah, probably a hundred around there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I you know going back to what Greedy was saying about like the peasants being you know pretty bad, sh- you know. Not not as trained as the elves, obviously. I do like that they show like the you know the kids and stuff. You know the younger kids <laughs> who were throwing like rocks, and the one guy had like the one eye was missing. And you can kind of just kind of tell like yeah, they definitely. Like, I I like that whole sequence where you know it's just one of those sequences. It's just like you kind of feel the weight of this like battle, and then they're like going into the tunnels and taking all the able-bodied people, not even just old you know young old young cripple doesn't matter they they had to use them and i like how they showed them throughout the battle you know especially the, i i do they, they they showed the the kid that aragon was talking to too um throughout the in, in one yeah. scene of the battle too and i thought it was like it's just great how they incorporated that stuff in because if it was just you know if it was just you know normal suited up men you know you wouldn't it wouldn't be as crucial but because yeah, they be show tired. you know because they show like the kid and the you know the young the young kids throw like doing the best they could, you know, to knock those Uruks off. Like it was just like it was. It's just a. It's a nicely done sequence yeah. of events. I was really showing dying. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I mean, if they showed him dying, the movie probably would have been like rated R or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I do like like throughout this whole battle. You know, it just becomes more and more desperate for the uh, people in Helm Deep. Um, and, you know, you get that, and you're just like, crap, like, they're talking about retreating and trying to go into the caves to survive, and and then, you know, daylight starts to break. All because the king had to open his mouth and say, this is the best you can do, Saruman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then all goes out. <laughs> yep. yeah. 
So, so actually, I do have an answer for your question earlier. Um, it took him at least four days to get to Helm's Deep. Oh, yeah. That, right. yeah there you go. <laughs> and then the fifth day arises, and Gandalf shows up with a bunch of guys. <laughs> yeah. It was a, that's a you know, that's that's a very memorable scene, obviously. And yeah. They had the uh, power of the sun behind them. Yeah. Which uh plus, plus Gandalf the White just, you know, sh- doing his shining thing. Yeah. No, that, that that that's one of the greatest great scenes too. You know, it's, it's kind of like the Deus Ex Machina, you know, of the of the movie, but still it's like, you know, it's it's pretty epic to see those horses coming down the hill and Gandalf yeah. leading the charge. And, yeah, the or- I mean, and like immediately the orcs are like afraid, right? You know, through that whole battle they are, you know, they are just evil, pure evil. And yeah. he shines that light and, you know, that front line just like sh- you know, shrivels back in fear. And just yeah. they, that 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 is the beginning of the end for them. Yeah. Who knew the horse would be a, the biggest nightmare for the orcs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was <laughs> or the white. Yeah. Or the light, yeah. Yeah. The fact that a, a white wizard had suddenly showed up and they're like, but, but I thought there was only one white wizard and he was on our side. <laughs> yeah, he's not technically is Saruman still a white wizard? I feel like that, yeah. that's why they the universe threw Gandalf back. It's like, well, our, our white wizard is uh is a dick. <laughs> we need I mean, you would know better than us, I guess. Yeah, no, that that stuff that's like the similar similar. I can't even ever say it. Um, but yeah, that's like all the extra stuff that I never cared to get into because I was like, mm. I don't, I don't need any of that in my life. <laughs> I do have a question though. Um, if, when they're all in the hall of the kings and you know, they're like all talking and they're like, oh, this is the end. And then they're like, oh, yeah, we got to ride out. Gimli goes up to blow the horn and then a few other guys stay back. What happened to them? Because I don't think the horse people got there, you know, in time to save them. So it's like it would have been cool, like an extended version just to see like a few action scenes of them like fighting off people in the keep. But I don't know. Yeah. yeah, no. I mean, yeah, uh, I, mean yeah, I, I don't remember the scene specifically, but I'm always down for more Helm's Deep scenes. So. It's right as they uh, broke into the keep, and then the you no, know, the king and yeah. Aragorn and Legolas all ride out. I know what you mean. Like when, whenever, like when the writers showed up, it's like that. That's it. They didn't show anything more of like inside the inside the keep. Yeah, and maybe third Urkais or, or were all like, "Oh, we got to go to the reinforcements," so maybe they all flooded out to the battle, but. Yeah, perhaps. And they could. I mean, no. isn't that the way to the caves too? Like through the keep is to the caves. So maybe yeah. they yeah. reinforce that door again. It's yeah, hard to say. Yeah, uh, I just thought you know, it was like it would have been cool, you know, extended version, you know, maybe show what's up going on in there. Yeah, because by they had to like fly out for flee to the the main battle in the with the reinforcements because. That would have been a lot of Urkai for Gimli to fight by himself in that <laughs> yeah. keep. Nah, he's got it. <laughs> Gimli won that count, probably, but probably not, because Legolas always wins. <laughs> it did shock me when uh, Gimli and uh, Legolas were talking about how many people they, or Urkais they killed. I was like, I feel like it should have been a little more. <laughs> yeah, like I'm only on 17. It's like, that, that's it? Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, some peasant off the side is like, I'm not even trained and I've killed 48. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? Uh, 
Yeah, Gandalf, uh, Gimli has the uh, severe disadvantage, though. I mean, he can only yeah. start fighting them when they get up there. So when he's like, he turns around and he goes, Legolas 2 already? And Legolas is like, I'm on 17. It's like, <laughs> ah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he wanted to be tossed. He's yeah. like, I gotta, yeah. gotta get my numbers up. <laughs> it's all before his uh, kill ratio. <laughs> yeah, it's like, if I don't get my numbers up, I'm gonna get hear it from my boss and then get fired. Yeah, I gotta <laughs> my increase... wife will be upset. <laughs> Increase that increase productivity. Your KD. Yeah. No. Oh yeah, that's uh, the Battle of Helm's Deep. Anything else? I well, think I yeah, think we've we've gone over like everything. This has been a long episode. Yeah, yeah. I think I think we've gotten pretty much. I mean, I'm sure there's something we missed, but yeah, yeah, real yeah, quick, uh, when the orcs flee into the forest, that's the ants killing them, right? Or was that something else? The orcs fleeing into the forest, the ro- the Rohirrim were killing them. No, when they fleeing in, into in the, the forest. In, in the forest, and uh, Gandalf was like, oh, let them be. And then all of a sudden, the trees like start shaking, and they start... Yeah, the tree, I, the trees I figured it with the ants. Okay. Trees and ants, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah, trees and ants. <laughs> trees and ants. <laughs> all right, Tay, you want to lead us off with your final thoughts and rating... Oh, yeah, I get to do that. So, obviously, final thoughts. This movie um, is amazing. I love this movie. Uh, you know, uh, great acting, great cinematography, great music. Ugh, that Rohan theme. So good. It's my favorite Lord of the Rings theme ever. Or song ever. And um, it's a, the battles, the pacing, everything of this was great. Long, like, let's watch the extended version. This might change slightly, but hmm. um, and so I still love the extended version. Let's get don't don't get me wrong, but yeah, this movie, like I said, everything about it. I mean, there might be some things here and there we can nitpick about. Like I said, some of the continuity in that first scene where like the orcs show up and uh, Mary's hands are cut and are unbound and then bound again. You know, we can nitpick, but. Overall, uh, five out of five for me. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to make this short and sweet. Uh, if it was just Helm's Deep, it would be a five out of five. But since there's an entire other movie behind it, um, it's like a six out of five. I didn't know we could go above. No, no, it's, it's a five out of five for, for posterity's sake. I'm saying like if it was just Helm's Deep, it still would have yeah. been a five but oh, I mean, yeah. every like there's like this is the movie that has I I mean so far has like the best action has the best character growth has the best pacing, it has great cinematography, great music. I mean the March of the Ents, the Rohan song like Tay was saying, Eis- the Isengard theme is 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 throughout the movie as well. I just you know it all blends together so perfectly and yeah five out of five. Uh, you stole my joke. I was gonna ma- also make that joke about how um, you know we all rated uh, the first one. You know, all five out of fives, and this one is you know if we all think it's better than the first one, then we should make this movie like the very first film freaks. <laughs> Six out like of five point one out of five. Yeah, I agree with everything you guys said, and I know there's a couple of scenes or times in this podcast I. No, it's like, yeah, yeah, that's questionable. It's not I mean it's not gonna change my rating. It's just things that I noticed and just watching. Yeah, just like, oh yeah, yeah, and they're picking that yeah, that's a good word. But that home steep battle hall, like I said, it's just so great how attention to detail it was and just the build up and then just 
just everything about the Helm Seek battle. And yeah, I did watch the extended version. I did feel the runtime, but like as soon as you get to the ward scene, like it's over. Like you're like, oh, oh yeah, let's go, let's go, keep going. I'm also gonna give it a five out of five. Cool. Yeah, I'm gonna echo uh, what Greedy just said in that. Um, I also watched the extended version, and uh, I I didn't walk away of the extended version as high as I was on Fellowship of the Ring, but I do like just have very fond memories of you know the theatrical version and how much I admired it and how I thought it was even better than the first one. So I'm not gonna let the the extended version bring the score down. I agree with everything you know you guys said, and I will also give it a five point one out of five. <laughs> Huzzah! <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, when I when I judge movies, it's usually by a theatrical release. So that's what I was basing my five out of five. I would have said the same thing. Like the extended version does add a lot to the movie, and if if you're a huge fan of Lord of the Rings, it's going to be the version that you're probably going to watch every single time. But for me personally, it's like the theatrical version is fine for me. It's the perfect, you know, pace, perfect length, and um, yeah, the extended version just it, it adds so much to it. But some of it is a little <laughs> bit unneeded. Let's be honest. <laughs> no, I'm kind of kind of scared of the third one, the extended yeah. version from Return of the King. No, the third one is definitely a must see extended version. All right, I'll I'll commit to it. I'm watching the extended version. <laughs> All right, Callus. Go ahead yes. and uh, what what movie are you picking? Well, you know, I was trying to decide between two different movies, but in the end, I decided to go with the third movie of a series that I believe we all here love, and that is Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. Hell yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> the Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King, of course. Is this the uh, second or... need, for, you know... Uh, hmm joke about fast and furious that Cal's is, has done. yes <laughs> and it's not gonna be the last <laughs> i think uh we know his next pick <laughs> you know actually fast and furious tokyo drift is the only fast and furious movie i've seen oh really yeah that's probably the worst one <laughs> I, I don't mind it all right Cal, let's go through all the right. spiel so the lord of the rings the return of the king there's like four different does in that title uh it was released in 2003, just one year after The Two Towers. Uh, directed by Peter Jackson, has all the same cast. Elijah Wood, Ian McKellen, etc. And uh, it's basically Gandalf and Aragorn lead the world of men against Sauron's army to draw his gaze from Frodo and Sam as they approach Mount Doom and the One Ring. Oh uh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, just I as I was saying, like the extended version for this one, I know they they show like how they broke down the gate into like the Minas Tirith, the Bane battle, and it's really cool. So yeah. definitely a good good extended version for the watch. Yeah, I might watch the extended version on this one. We'll see. We'll either see. way, either way, we're judging it on the theatrical release. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can we can talk about the extended. That's not a problem. Yeah, I'll say, uh, as long as one of us sees the theatrical only, so they can be like, well, uh, that's not in the theatrical. Otherwise, we'll be like, yeah, the scene. Everyone saw this scene. So, yeah. Yeah, if you want to um, join the conversation or not be spoiled for Return of the King, 
Uh, just go ahead and watch that before the next episode airs in two weeks. Uh, all three of these movies are in HBO Max in both forms, extended and the theatrical. So uh, you can watch them there, or if you have the Amazon or DVDs or whatever, you can also watch them there as well. Um, don't forget to vote in the fan vote. I'm just going to quickly go over those movies one more time. Uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, Pitch Black, Big Trouble in Little China, and Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. Just vote on what you want to hear us talk about, and uh, we will certainly do that. Um, is there is there any particular movie you guys want to see win this time around? I'm fine with three of the four. Yeah, anything <laughs> but, uh, but Transformers. Don't, don't yeah. say it, because people oh, will go for too it. Too late. Yeah. I, I, said it. I want yeah, to see Big Edit that out. I remember watching that because Yummy told me about it, and that was a while ago. So I, I no, yeah, you know, you know, I was good. I was a pretty big fan of Vin Diesel until I started to learn about who, who, you know, how he actually acts in public. So then, yeah, yeah. there was a time when I was like really high on Vin Diesel, and I watched all his Riddick movies, and I was, you know, I wasn't in the Fast and the Furious, but I mean, I still, I mean, I don't mind him, but you know, it's like you see him like going out into public, and he's like drunk, and he's like you know doing an interview and he's hitting on the person doing the interview and it's just kind of creepy and it's like okay and then this whole thing with the rock recently it's like all right dude you could totally <laughs> solve this behind closed doors but instead you decide to make it public and that does that eh, that's besides the point <laughs> uh, but if you want to vote on any of those movies uh, just go on to my twitter at yummy the ferret and it will be in the um, replies to the main post for the this episode, the two towers. Alrighty, anyone else have anything they want to say? Um, make clean, sure to clean your ass. Clean your ass. Yeah, yeah, there, you ass. Yes, there you go. <laughs> All right, I am Yemi the Ferret, and I've been here with Greedy Waffles, Tamation, and Kalis. And we are Film Freaks with a Z. Thanks for listening. Boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. They're taking the hobbits to Isengard. <laughs> they are taking the hobbits to Isengard. Don't Isengard boil, mash me, and stick me in a stew. <laughs>